1: And I live in Allen, Texas, which is just north of Dallas. And I have two paranormal things that have happened to me in my life. One of them is very benign. The other one is super creepy. And since it's October, I'm going to tell you the creepy one. About, hmm, it's been a solid 15, 16 years since this happened. And one of my friends said, hey, there's this, um, artist tour in Dallas this weekend. You go and you go to people's backyard studios or they have a studio in their home, different things like that. And the very last stop on this tour, an old, old church in Dallas. It's near the, it's near downtown. And you get up there and it's, super ramshackle you know there's trees growing up all around it and it has been converted into what is essentially a commune for artists and we go in through there's an iron gate in the front and it has an archway you go in through there and we walked around and we started to go inside and you walk in it's just this huge open area and they is probably the most disturbing art I've ever seen hanging all over the place. It's really gory. It's really dark. And we kind of looked around and we're like, hmm, this is interesting. Some of it was a little more abstract and like, okay, we'll look at that. And this man comes out from a room in the back. And he's like, hey, are you here for the tour? And we, yeah. And he said, oh, come on in here. I just took some cookies out of the oven. I'll tell you about what we've got here. So we go back to this big kitchen area. And he has these cookies. And he said, oh, you're going to want to try these here. And I thought, "I uh, no, 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 no. You never eat something anybody offers you in a creepy place. Or you're like Persephone, and you get to spend six months underground. So we just said, oh, no, thanks. We just had lunch. Plus the whole place smelled like pot. And I was like, eh, I'm not going to want to eat that and fail a random drug test in two weeks. So he tells us what he's got, and he's like, oh, you go up these stairs to what was the bell tower, and there's a loft up there where an artist lives. You can go to this other alcove where an artist lives. And don't forget, before you go, you have to go to the garden. Go way back into this corner. It's really neat back there. You're going to want to see what's back there. And we go up, you know, some stairs to this place where these artists are living. And it is not pleasant. Just, you know, I can't believe people are living like this. And, um, you know, again, the art is not of any kind of amazing quality. And a lot of it is really dark and creepy. So we go back down and we kind of call out to him. Bye, thank you so much. And he said, "Don't forget, you got to go back to that back corner in the garden." And we're like, "Okay, thanks." So we stepped out. My friend and I looked at each other, and I was like, "Well, yeah." She and I both loved to garden. We're both into native and adapted plants and cool things that people can can grow in our environment. So we went back there to take a look, and we got back in this corner, and it was just kind of, you know, some little straggly nandina bushes and a. Ugly glass garden looking ball and just nothing particular. I thought, huh, it's kind of weird. So we turn back around, we make our way through this big yard out to the gate. And as we're going under the iron gate, my friend went out in front of me and I went after her. Just as I get through the gate, I just had this big shiver come all over my body. Ooh thought that's weird maybe it's just coming out of this overcast garden into the sunshine on the sidewalk so for the next few days I was so crappy I was picking fights with my boyfriend and just irritated about everything I was irritable at work and I just wasn't very pleasant to be around and Three or four days later, it must have been the next weekend because the garden tour would have been on a weekend. The next weekend, my then boyfriend and I were going to a wedding and I loved my dress. I felt really good about the way I looked. Everything was fine, but I kept being just picking at him and, you know, trying to bait him, which is not my style at all. We're in the vehicle going to the wedding. And I'm nagging about something, and he is just still and silent like an irritated person is who's not going to lash back out. And he looks at me and he said, you know what? Why don't you take a minute, close your eyes, and just kind of take some deep breaths and meditate and see if you can get yourself into a place where you're a little bit happier and more like yourself. I feel like you've got a lot of stress or something going on. So I said to be nice about it. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll try that. We'll do that because I didn't really like the way I was feeling. And I closed my eyes. We're in the car. And I'm taking some deep breaths and some deep breaths. And, again, I had a huge shiver come over my body. And I opened my eyes. And he's driving, but looking, you know, glancing over at me, this grayish-green, slimy color. It was just like my face. It's all as though I felt my hair turning color, my face turning color As it went down. It started at the top of my head and it engulfed me and it was like slimy, like sticking to me As it went down over my head and onto my shoulders and across my chest. I looked down at my body. I could see it traveling down my body and the top of it opened up at my head in the second, you know, in the backside of it came down my body. It was like a big, thick, slimy ring of this stuff coming down over my body. I saw it go down my legs, my knees, to my feet, and it puddled on the front floorboard of the car. And then it slid out the crack between the car door and the car. And I whipped my head around, and I watched it go across the shoulder, down the shoulder of the road, and into the ditch and like wiggle and slime its way down the ditch, you know, in the, the direction opposite of which we were traveling. And my boyfriend is glancing at me this whole time. Thankfully, we're not on a real busy road. And he said, I saw that. I said, I felt it and saw it. He said, I felt it too. It felt disgusting in here. It just felt nasty. And we talked about it and thought about it. And I realized as we worked it out, there was a reason that I was told to go back there to that corner of the garden. There was nothing good back there. And whatever it was, followed us to the front, climbed up on the gate, and waited for me to walk underneath of it and jumped on me. And it hung out with me for about a week. And so grateful that I had been going to meditation class for years and was really able to work on bringing more positive feeling onto myself and was able to push that thing off. And it really was shocking to think, okay, this really did happen and I really saw it come over my body and leave me and run away. I felt like it was this goblin running back to its master. So that is by far the creepiest thing that's ever happened to me. I don't tell many people about it. You know, my husband knows about it, and I've told a few other people, usually after we've had some wine. But that is my paranormal, creepy, don't-know-where-it-comes-but-it-was-nothing-good story. I hope this works for you for Halloween or some other creepy day. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye
0: if you want more real ghost stories and access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories become an extra podcast person an epp sign up now at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories hey got a crazy family love hearing stories about crazy families then you need to check out our brand new podcast called My Crazy Family, available wherever you get podcasts. Just search My Crazy Family right now, press subscribe, and don't miss any brand new episodes of My Crazy Family. You can even share your stories if you, so please, we, we'd love to hear them. My Crazy Family, search and subscribe wherever you download podcasts.